This is why we have the best fans in the world. Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction in Harry Styles podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Lucia. And this is our 132nd episode of Talk Direction. And by popular request, well, I'm not sure if anyone requested it, but <laughs> <laughs> everyone said they loved you. So I'm going to assume that those were sort of like requests. Lucia's back <laughs> with me. So hi. Yay. This is Hello. very exciting. Um, if I'm you, so excited. Yeah, if you didn't hear um, our episodes, our massive episodes, Luigi and I recorded for four hours all about the song Medicine, and we yes. broke that into two different episodes, and those have been out for a while. Um, so that's where you can meet Lucia if you haven't and get to know her. Um, and now she's back, which is exciting. Um, and what else was I going to say? Um, how are you doing just in general today? I'm good. Um, it's been kind of a crazy month. So I'm mm-hmm. very like, you know, when you're just like doing so many things and then you're sort of like, what day is it? Where yeah. am I? What am I doing? So it's been a little bit like that this month, but it's all good stuff that I've been busy with. So that's good. Yeah. I yeah. Like, I, I feel like when I had my hairy shows, I was sort of in that state because it was just mm-hmm. like, Life was just, like, for that, like, two weeks was all about, okay, how am I doing this, like, planning for Harry shows. And then it ended, and mm-hmm. now I'm like, what do I do? Like, oh, yeah. I don't know <laughs> what I do during the day. Because, like, with my dissertation, there's just not that much to do. And, like, right. with MCAT studying, I should be doing more. But I've realized that the more I try to do at once and, like, feel like I have to do more, the less I do. So I've been trying mm. to sort of just, like, do a couple hours every day. Rather than mm-hmm. me going, oh, you have to work for, like, 12 hours straight. Because then I just don't want to do it <laughs> at all. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been trying to do the slow and steady. But, like, honestly, I don't know. There's It's so weird being so far away and not having, like, things. So I yeah. wish I was a bit busier. But it's good to have yeah. talk directions still. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've had a, I had a couple friends listen to the episode. Um, Ooh. Yeah, only one of them has got gotten through at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame them. <laughs> yeah, and then and... I told my mom my mom to listen to the first episode, but not the second one. <laughs> <laughs> the second one was great. It was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. If you didn't, if you don't know what we're talking about, medicine is a sexual song, as that's how we interpreted it, mm-hmm. and so we did speak about sexual things and it was giggly and funny and yeah yeah so if you're interested <laughs> in that go check out medicine um but yeah so also we did some patreon stuff and our patreon is patreon.com slash talk direction and lucia and i talked about like shipping larry queerness in the fandom we ended up talking for a really long time we also talked about louie and liam's upcoming albums mm-hmm. um and so that we did an hour each for each of those. So that's all yeah. on the Patreon if you want a lot more content for the podcast. 
Um, I also have videos over there. I did um, videos of me going to Harry's concerts. I went to three different Harry concerts, which I talked about on last episode and like walked through my experience. Um, but I actually have video, a video of that. And then my, my Nile concert as well. I've been doing like styling merchandise videos, spring outfits, a lot of stuff like that. So go check it out. And actually my Harry concerts um, video is only $1 a month for like $1 Patreon. So um, it's at that level. So like different videos go on different like monetary levels. Um, and that one, uh, $1 patrons get one video a month and that one's a one dollar patron video so go check it out yeah i love the patron videos oh thank you yes lucia's been I a haven't... supporter for a really long time <laughs> i haven't caught up on the concert videos yet um well you should but i'm excited too <laughs> definitely should. yeah i don't i don't actually film during the concerts but like if you want to look at like what the venues look like and the merch stands and like fans yeah. and before and like I actually for the third concert I decided to film a little clip so there is live footage <laughs> in that one oh, cool. um, of Harry's concert and I filmed like Mabel and stuff but yeah yeah it's all I feel like a lot of it's about like you know exciting seeing the lines and like the venues as well so yeah that's the stuff you want to see especially because the actual concert there's already like hundreds of videos you yeah. can go find of like the exactly songs and exactly. stuff um and thank god for people who film those too <laughs> even if they get in my way <laughs> um and then what else was i gonna say um oh yeah on talk direction down low today so when we do um our patreon little mini episode which i have deemed talk direction down low um we're gonna be talking about an upcoming harry concert movie what we want to see in it um sort of like singles potential singles for harry's second album and like what how they'll be styled and whether they should be like more sort of fit for the radio um niall's live stream show which i haven't watched yet um i haven't either yet okay. i haven't had any time to do anything <laughs> all right well i was like well maybe lucia watched it well we'll be talking about you know you know before we watch it predictions yeah. And then um, Niall started writing his next album, which he announced. So we're going to be talking about all that on the TDDL. We'll see how much we get through. We tend to be chatty, but, yeah, you know. Um, and then, before we get into the episode, I also wanted to say that I got my hair cut. Um, I had pretty long hair, and I decided I had been wanting to cut it for quite a long time, and... It would just like became one of those things where I like couldn't stand it anymore and like really mm. wanted to get it cut. Um, and I wanted to donate it. So when I went to like the walk-in place, um, I was just like cut off as much as like I wanted it up like above my shoulders, but I was like, make sure you have enough that I can donate it. And I think I got about like 11 inches. She, uh, wow. she, wasn't, she wasn't really measuring. So like she was like, oh, I think this is seven. But then when I went back because like seven is like the least amount you can have but when I measured it it was like around 11 11 and a half that's um, amazing yeah so I'm donating that to the little princess trust where Harry donated his hair um and I encourage anyone else who's getting a haircut to just go for it because I'm loving my short hair and it feels good to be able to donate it um to little princess trust which ends up making wigs for kids who have cancer and who've lost their hair um, so it's awesome. really good cause to do yeah your short hair looks so good i love thank the cut you. On you thank you 
Have you had short hair before like that? Um, yeah, I've cut my hair before and donated it to, when I was back in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I don't know how old I was, but I must have been maybe in high school or maybe early. I mean, I've cut, I cut, the last time I cut my hair was, um, I think in my sophomore, junior year of, of college. So that was like three years ago-ish. Um, yeah. And then I just grew it out and it became long again. But I know when I donated it before, I got like maybe 12 or more inches. So it was even longer wow. before. But I'm That's not sure lot. if last time I cut it was the time I donated it or if it was... <coughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, <laughs> um, or if it was the time before that. Because I feel like I was younger. But I've yeah. donated it once before and now I've donated it again. And I'm That's very awesome. happy about it. All right, so moving on to our back to you segment, I just keep on coming back to you. where we get your feedback. Um, you guys can tweet us at talk underscore direction or email at talkdirection at gmail.com. Um, plus, we have other ways like Tumblr, but those are like the two best ways to get into contact because Tumblr, I don't go on that often. So when I do check it, usually it's like, um, a long time away from whenever someone sent a message. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> but we, I do check them or they'll come, they'll come through my email is what happens. So I'll read them, but I don't necessarily remember to like respond pretty much. Right. Um, so yeah, Twitter and email are the best, but if you want to send a nons over on Tumblr, feel free to do that as well. Um, but yeah, this one comes from Stephanie or at never your girl on Twitter who said, this was a response to our medicine episode that we did, and I thought it was a valid point, so I wanted Mm -hmm. to bring it up, Um, who said, I listened to the Paris version of medicine, and I hear you got that something, I got me an appetite, which is what I said last time. I was like, it's hard to tell if it's you got that something or you got that salt. We Mm -hmm. analyzed the song as salt, but I Mm -hmm. thought something could also be a, a valid interpretation. So Stephanie heard that too in the Paris version. Um, And then Stephanie continued to say, I also think it's I mess around with them, but him could make sense in that the boys and the girls are in slash here, but I choose him. Um, But I love that it's queer no matter how you look at it. Um, And yeah, I liked this too, because when I was at the concerts, like when I heard Harry sing them live, because I haven't mm-hmm. heard Medicine live, and then I heard it three times right. live in a row. <laughs> um, yes. Did you have any new insights on the lyrics? Well, like when I heard it, I, at least at some of the shows, I forget which ones, it definitely sounded like the boys and the girls are in, which makes it seem oh. more like it would be him. Because you wouldn't say the boys and the girls are in, and then... I guess you could still say them, but then I'm like, okay, well then it could be him. It's right. so hard. I, I, that I is just, interesting. I feel like I'm now, I'm less confident that it's them. Yeah. But just because like the way he says it, the words mix together a lot because it's, I mess around with and with ends with a TH. So it could mm-hmm. blend into them, but it also could be him. But yeah. So, I really don't know what it is. I just don't want to be on, like, a side where I took a really intense defensive against <laughs> him, and then it turns out to be him, and then I'm wrong. <laughs> right. So Yeah, I mean, I think either way it works. Yeah. And, like, um, as Stephanie said, both ways are queer no matter how you look at it, so it doesn't really matter. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's so confusing because the little words change it, too. Like, if he's saying here or in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because in... In, I don't know what that means. The boys and the girls are in. 
Yeah, maybe, maybe like, that could totally mean like, you know, like oh it's the in thing or something like I don't know. Oh my god, <laughs> it could be a totally yes. different thing. Like popular. Yeah. Girls are in. So come on, Harry, give us even a studio version won't be good enough because we'll still that with them, with them is still gonna sound like with them, with them. Right. We need the lyrics written somewhere. But usually, if a yeah. studio version comes out, the official lyrics do as well. So yeah. Anywho, thank you, Stephanie, for pointing this out, and I am just still confused. But I'm I'm thinking. It could be all the options, and we don't really know, and I don't want to back one or the other. Could be any. <laughs> uh, anywho, uh, moving on. So, I forgot to say that this episode is kind of going to be one of those mishmashy episodes where we talk about a whole bunch of different stuff. There's not really a um, main discussion because we're going to be talking about Niall and like him talking about mental health. And him recording with an orchestra, and then Liam and Zane have dropped new songs, so we're going to be discussing those, but not like a full discussion, just sort of like going through them and like our opinions on them a bit. Mm-hmm. And that's the episode, so it's kind of a bit all over the place, but I figured we needed one of those episodes, because a lot of them have been quite focused lately, so. Yeah, there's all this like extra like stuff. Exactly, because we don't do news that much. I mean, news... I mean, there's not, I don't know, news is less, it's less of a thing these days. I don't know if that's just me or, like, there isn't as much news. Or, like, when news happens, it's like, okay, let's do a whole episode on it, you know? I think that's what it is because the news tends to be, like, someone's, like, released a song. And then you want to, like, talk more in depth about it. Like, with One Direction, news, I mean, there would be, like, you know, a big album release and that would obviously be a whole album. But, like... When they were just, like, touring, you know, news could just be, like, oh, some fun thing that happened at a concert. But now it's, like, usually every episode's sort of, um, like, a big news story. So, like, if Louie drops a song, that's going to be the whole episode, you know? Right. Well, also because they're all separate now. So if you were to actually do news, it would be, like, so long because you'd have Mm -hmm. to talk about, like, what everyone did (laughs) that week. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So this one's kind of making up for that. Um, our first story is Niall and talking about mental health. Um, so recently an interview came out, um, in a German magazine, Zet, Zet Leo. I don't speak German, so I'm sorry about that. Yeah, Um, that sounds right. Um, in which Niall discussed his journey with mental health. Um, he's previously discussed performance anxiety and claustrophobia, but this is the first time he sort of had a more in-depth discussion about mm-hmm. his mental health and the first time he really talked about or the first time ever he talked about um his mild OCD and his experiences yeah. with it um so I want to read what he said and then we'll talk about why this is so awesome um so Niall said um I get restless very quickly um sorry I didn't like uh, highlight the, the parts that I was oh, supposed right. to. So I'm just kind of like trying to read this. Usually I'll like put them in nicely, but this is just kind of copy and paste of the interview. So anyways, yeah. Niall was saying he got restless very quickly and then the interviewer asked him um, like when he was in school if he was popular and Niall responded, popular? No, not at all. Unfortunately, I didn't have many friends at school. My classmates um, couldn't do much 
Um, they oh. were mainly interested in, couldn't do much with me. They were mainly interested in sports and found it strange that I wanted to become a musician. They said to me, oh, that doesn't work. Besides, there were my tics. And then the interviewer asks him to explain that. And he says, I have mild obsessive compulsive disorder. That's what doctors call it. That is, I feel like I have to do certain things in a certain way. For example, if I have a burger with chips on my plate, I always have to eat the chips first and only pick up the burger at the very end. Um, and then the interviewer said, that doesn't sound so wild. And then Niall said, yeah, but there are other ticks in my life. Even when I go on stage, I have one fixed sequence. I always have to sing in the same order move and so on and be so basically and I'll basically do everything immediately otherwise I'll get nervous quickly that's why in school I learned to start studying for tests very early otherwise I'd be afraid of the pressure that I was on it disturbed my classmates sorry guys <laughs> my reading is just so messed <laughs> up today do um, you want me to read some sure you can continue <laughs> not that mine's gonna be better um, <clears throat> the interviewer says, how are you today with your tics? And Niall says, I live with them in their mind no matter what others think about it. I'm just like, what the hell? Fortunately, I now have enough people around me who understand me. Um, interviewer, how did you find them? Uh, then Niall, through music. Since I'm in bands, I noticed, I may be not like most normal people, but most musicians are like me. Some have much stronger tics than I do. A friend of mine has to, for example, always exactly do things three times when he washes his hands. Soap three times, rinse three times, dry off three times. And then the interviewer says, what do your classmates say to you now? You're actually a musician. I don't have contact with most of them anymore. The ones I'm in touch with are happy for me and are always curious about what I have to tell. All right. You did a much better job than me there. <laughs> so, <laughs> you might have to start reading from now on. <laughs> I know Kara never liked reading, so, like, uh -huh. I always had to do it. And, oh, like, so I feel like I'm to... not that good at reading out loud. <laughs> and, like, clearly I'm not that great. <laughs> Especially if I'm trying to figure out what I'm reading before I'm reading it. So then right. it just gets very messed up. Or, like, if you're not familiar where the sentence is going, it can, like, make the ups and down feel odd. Right. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, so I was so surprised that he spoke so openly about this. Like, I, Me especially too. because it was just, like, in this random German magazine and it wasn't, like, elsewhere. Because this was translated mm -hmm. from, like, the German magazine. Um, oh, it was originally written in German? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh. I mean, obviously, Niall didn't speak it in German, so. Right. But when it was written down. I think the yeah. original was in German. That makes sense. Yeah. So what was your sort of reaction to this? Um, I was also really surprised that he talked about it. I think, <clears throat> like, he, uh, like you had said earlier, we knew that he had, like, some anxiety stuff. But I think I didn't know that he had, like, diagnosed, like, OCD. And mm -hmm. I didn't know that it was, like, such a thing for him. And I also was very surprised to hear that about him having like a hard time in school. Like maybe I just haven't, maybe he's talked about it before and like, I just didn't know, but that kind of shocked me. Cause I just, I, I sort of always picture Niall like being like, like, like everyone would always want to be his friend, Yeah. but it's just so interesting to see that like that wasn't the case for when he was younger. And that like, it sounds like partly because of his OCD, like he says his classmates couldn't do much with me. Yeah. Or my classmates couldn't do much with me. 
That's so sad. I know. It, I, I like. I hadn't heard any of that either about Niall having such trouble in school because, like, I know when yeah. he first came to X Factor, like, everyone would say, "Oh, he's the one." Everyone like always had people around, always playing his guitar, right. like, really popular. And I think, like, for me, this just reminds me that we don't really know what's going on in like celebrities' lives. And totally, like, we had no idea Niall had mild OCD. Like, we knew he was claustrophobic. But, like, right. we didn't – how could we possibly know this? And it's, like, people, I think, assume that just – that because they don't talk about it, it means nothing is happening. Um, right. I think this is just kind of a reminder that, like, you don't really know what's going on in people's lives and the things that they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, that's so true. And it just – it brings a whole new meaning to, like, how much uh, Niall loved being in One Direction and, like, how attached yeah. to us to the band. Because, like, that oh was probably Oh, my God, his... that's so true. Right? Like, that was probably yeah. his first experience, like, having peers who, like, accepted him and, like, loved him and, like, understood him. Like, how yeah. he talks about, like, I'm not, like, most normal people, but, like, I'm, like, most norm- most musicians because most mm. musicians aren't, like, normal people. And, like, yeah. like he, he probably just, when he found one direction he probably was just like these are like you know my people mm-hmm. oh, that's so beautiful yeah and that's probably why he was like he's always been the most you know like we always joke about him being the biggest one direction fan but yeah. it's probably because like it has such a bigger meaning to him than like mm-hmm. we even rea- realize because yeah so true i also yeah. love in this interview that niall like it's not just about him like struggling with his OCD but it's about like his journey both like the ups and downs and like how he had trouble in school with his tics but now he's mm-hmm. like found his people and he's like learned how to like live and he's like loves yeah. his job and you know he loves music and he's found his people that like are accepting and supportive and I feel like that's yeah. also a really good story to tell um mm-hmm. that there's like you know the other side of things and you know, there's like positive things that can come out of um like things that you're struggling with I guess yeah it's really nice that he's like he said like I'm sort of like what the hell with it now like yeah. he just accepted it as like you know yeah and I think like for people seeing this and like looking up to Niall like obviously he's he's got a huge following and whenever like someone mm-hmm. talks about their own mental health journey I think it's usually I mean depending on the way they do it but like usually it's a very positive thing that can like be really helpful for other people um especially like younger fans who may be going through similar things um Mm -hmm. and like dealing with that and having you know Niall talk about his OCD and make it more of like a commonplace and accepted thing to discuss and to have and to make you feel more normal um right yeah it's really it is nice and like I'm someone who has mild OCD I mean it's undiagnosed but mm-hmm. but I do mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's, I do feel closer to Niall now because I feel yeah. like we have similarities and yeah, like definitely. mine is like mine is like very mild like we don't count I don't like count things but like mm-hmm. I'm definitely someone who like I always go back in my house to check things like mm-hmm. make sure that the stove is off and like stuff like that and it, it it's rooted in like things that like happened but mm-hmm. um, like the research on OCD, like the the causes of it are very kind of mysterious, and it definitely like seems to be that what researchers think now at least is that it's a combination of like genetics, environment, like behavior, like 
Mm-hmm. So it can be genetic, but it can also be like learned through yeah definitely. environment and experiences and stuff. So as I'm taking a genes environment and development uh, oh. master's program, I can say <laughs> I it, know it, why it, am I talking to you about in psychology and psychiatry? <laughs> no, <laughs> obviously you can't learn everything from a program, and my program actually disappointingly heavily focuses on genetics. Um, and I'm definitely someone who's like, um, the environment is very important. Let's not forget that. Right. Um, so. Okay, so maybe you can diagnose me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm definitely not at that point. Maybe when I'm, you know, 10, 15 years from now when I'm actually a licensed uh, psychiatrist, but not, not at I'll this give you point. A- I'll give you a call in Center for 15 years. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Um, but yeah, I think this is really cool. And also, I think because OCD, a lot of times people have been coming out about like depression and anxiety and stuff, but OCD isn't one I've seen so much from celebrities talk about. Yeah, me um, So it's good to get that diversity as well. Definitely. Very cool, Niall. All right. Well, let's move on to Niall recording with an orchestra, which is freaking amazing. Yes. Um, so apparently... Niall, I'm not, I think it's happened already. Again, guys, I'm vague with Niall news. Um, yeah. I think he's recorded a selection of songs from Flickr with the RTE um, concert orchestra. Actually, I know he's done it because I included a tweet in here or a, a quote in here. Um, <laughs> this is what I was planning. I wasn't sure. Um, mm-hmm. So he's recording Flickr with a live orchestra. Um, and he said... I made an album that came from my heart. My heart is in Ireland, and I feel that there's no better way than to go on national television and play those songs with a 45-piece orchestra. And the RTE Concert Orchestra is one of the best in Europe, if not the world. This is so cool. So Niall's going to be, or Niall did perform, but they're not released yet, some songs from his album with with an Irish orchestra, which is just so cool. Um, yeah, and I feel like this is gonna change what we know of his album. You know? Yeah, I'm so curious to see what they sound like. Um, I feel like some of them do have some, uh, like violin and, mm-hmm. um, like I think they'll definitely lend themselves to like orchestra recordings. Yeah. Well, yeah. most of them. Yeah. Do you have, like, certain ones that you really want with the orchestra? So, okay, here's the thing. I hope this isn't, like, an unpopular opinion, but (laughs) I feel like I want the opposite of an orchestra recording for this album. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I want it just acoustic Nile. Like, I just want Nile's voice and a guitar and a bass and some drums. Like, Mm -hmm. or not even drums on most of the songs. Because... I really like the. I mean, I'm super excited to get an orchestra to get orchestra recorded as well. Like, mm-hmm. definitely. Like, I'm not complaining about it at all. But like, I would have preferred to get like a more like live versions of songs um, mm. because like how we've talked about how the album was very um, like perfected and like very like studio sounding Mm -hmm. um and I much prefer the recordings of the songs like from his concerts where they're like live yeah um and with an orchestra well like obviously like it will be beautiful 
it'll also be very polished. Mm. And yeah. so, like, I, I like I'm still missing the like more like raw acousticy. Yeah. No, I feel you. Sound. Maybe like yeah. I'm just hoping like the orchestra they won't they like I don't know. I'm just. I mean, it'll of, be like, gorgeous. Like, of course. Yeah. Like, hopefully there'll be, like, more, like, horns and trumpets and, like, stuff to, like, make it, mix it up, you know? Like, rather than just strings, like, to really, I like... wonder, yeah. I guess in my mind I'm thinking mostly strings, but that would be mm-hmm. cool if they did some horn stuff. Like, could you imagine slow hands with, like, you know, trumpets and, like, yeah. French horns? I don't know what other... Some saxophone. Trombone, trombones, yeah, saxophone. <laughs> Trombone. <laughs> trombone yeah i i played trombone for like a minute back in the day it was like when i was trying to figure out what instruments i wanted to do and i think i played it for like a couple months and was like no and then i decided on clarinet and that didn't work out either (laughs) why didn't you like clarinet um well like I started after everyone else had started. Like, I think fourth grade was when people had the option to take an instrument. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't do it until, like, fifth grade. So I was, like, completely behind. And it was, like, in school. Oh. So the only way for me to learn, I was, like, trying to catch up with everyone else who was already really good. And no one was teaching me specifically. So I really right. couldn't do anything. And, like, I didn't know how to learn it by myself. Like, I wasn't motivated to go home and, like, try to learn it on my own. Um, yeah. so I just kind of like fell through the cracks a bit right and just end up sort of like wiggling my fingers on the on the notes <laughs> yeah <laughs> I like could play some stuff but I was like I was not up to par and then I just it like I don't know just discouraged me and then I never yeah. never went for it but yeah anywho my sad musical um yeah fails <laughs> from back in the day um yeah, yeah, but I feel I, like no. Go I'm ahead. Sorry. Oh well, there's been other artists who've done this. Um, um, it's so funny because I feel like I keep referencing Brandy Carlisle, and mm-hmm. like I do love her, but like I don't know why. It just she's relevant in all of her discussions apparently. But um, she did um an album with an orchestra that was mm-hmm. very cool. But um, again, like I still prefer her song, her preferred her songs live than like mm-hmm. the orchestra recordings. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just not a big orchestra person. Well, I, I saw no. I saw the freaking orchestra at Royal Albert Hall musical mu- Royal Albert musical yesterday, and it was right. the most amazing thing ever. So I'm like That's up awesome. on orchestras today. Oh yeah, well it's totally different live. Like seeing an orchestra live, or like yeah. if you could go get those Nile songs with an orchestra live, like that would be yeah, like incredible. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm, like, hoping that they, like, just record it all and mm. don't, like, clean it up, you know? Yeah, I guess maybe they'll do that. I'm going to hold out We'll have to that. see. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would love to see Slow Hands, sort of, like, more of, like, a jazzy. Like, I've been listening to a lot of 60s music, um, yeah. which I'm going to recommend at the end. But, like, some, like, cool, like, jazzy 60s, like, trumpets and horns, like, Slow Hands mm-hmm. thing I just think would be so cool. So I'd love to see yeah. that one. I don't know. I doubt that's going to happen. I feel like he'd probably do it more for things like Flickr and Fire Away um, and Paper right. Houses. Um, yeah. Is he going to do the whole album? Mm. It's 
sorry, I was swallowing. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something longer, so I was like, oh, I could take a sip. Because um, it was so much in my mouth. <laughs> oh, man. I'll um, try and drag my question. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Oh, no, I think it's just a selection of songs, so I don't oh, really know okay. what that means. Okay. Um, I feel like but... I'm going to look through the track list. I feel like this town would work. Mm-hmm. Like, too much like I still, I still find this town one of the more boring songs. I don't know. That's so funny because I, when it first came out, I really loved it. Like, I listened to it a lot, a lot. Yeah. But I also wonder if it, if it had come out with the rest of his album, if I would feel the same. Because when mm-hmm. it came out, it was like the first Nile song. Yeah. And well, it like, was one of the first solo songs. Period. And so, like, it, I just listened to it a lot. Yeah, but when it came out for me, I was like, oh, I don't really like this. Like, and then I feel like maybe I'm just connecting the dots now, but like, it's uh-huh. because it's on, I mean, this album sort of reflects that sound. Thing, I guess. Definitely. Yeah. Although I think, I, I think I like the album more than this town. This town is definitely one of the lower ones down on the album. For really me. interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, I like almost forget that this town is on the album because it came out yeah. so long ago. Like I think of it separately. Yeah, definitely. Me too. Um, yeah, but it would be interesting to see Slow Hands as an orchestra. And then the yeah. other ones that I feel like would be interesting to try, like On the Loose. Yeah, definitely. Although On the Loose could be very cool. Because it kind of has that, that like, um, um, oh my gosh, I'm having like a total mind blank. <laughs> I have no idea what you're trying um. to say. <laughs> I'm like, what could it possibly be? I'm like, be? read my mind. <laughs> I was I was trying to say first I was trying to say Stevie Nicks and I was gonna say Stevie Wonder. Uh, okay. <laughs> but it has like um that kind of feeling to it. Mm-hmm. And that could be really cool with like an, yeah. a big orchestra. Yeah. I almost wanna see the ones that like you might not expect it to be an orchestra, to be the ones with an orchestra, you know? Because like mm-hmm. you, the other ones are already kind of strings and soft and I want like it to sort of like change the song more you know and like yeah sort of like flip it on its head into something new yeah well he does say i'm not familiar with the rte orchestra but he does Mm -hmm. say it's maybe one of the best in the world so very exciting yeah yeah in terms of what you were saying about the like the acoustic i would love Mm -hmm. i i think like i think i would really love Niall's album to be performed more like folksy than it is like I know Mm. that's not exactly what you were saying but I'm thinking Mm -hmm. about it I feel like if it was more folksy and like I don't know I think I would like it more like acoustic but less of like I mean besides like slow hands and maybe like on the loose but I think some of the other songs like I like seeing bind a lot I love the sound of it again Mm -hmm. the words there's I have problems but right. the sound of that, I wish that could be more embodying. And I know that gets into, like, sort of country, but I feel like there's a lot of, like, folkiness to it, too. And if that was sort of the tone for the album, I think that would have been cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I can see that. I like yeah. the way the songs are when he performs them live. Yeah, me too, for sure. Um, yeah, now we have, like, good versions of them, actually, because he's just done his live stream, so there's going to be all these great live versions of his Right. Songs. That's so exciting. So. I know, I have so much to, like, video, like, things to catch up on. I know. After we record, I think I'm going to watch that 
whole live stream. Me too. It's so hard because I have, like, a lot of time. Like, I can listen to stuff a lot. So, like, mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of podcasts and, like, audiobooks and stuff. But, like, it's hard for me to find time to, like, watch things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Um. All right. Moving on to Liam and his newest song, Familiar, featuring Jay Balvin. Um, So yeah, he put out this new song with um, a Colombian singer, Jay Balvin, and I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, but you know, we're doing our best. Uh, (laughs) Is it right? I I I really, and by doing our best, I mean, I didn't look up an interview where someone said his name. So really, I'm doing a poor job. (laughs) Uh, Well, he says it in the song. Oh, oh yeah. God, I'm even doing a worse job, to be honest. It was yeah. like in the song. He says his um, name and then he says, Liam, my G. <laughs> I love oh, that word. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so what did you think of this song? So I love this song. Like, <laughs> Yes. I feel like I'm in the minority. I mean, my friends like liked it, but not, not as much as me. Like, I have listened mm-hmm. to it so much. I just think mm-hmm. it's such a jam. I love it. Nice. I'm glad you feel that way. I like, I've, I've, I asked this question on Twitter and it seemed like most people really like the music, but some people were not so sure about the lyrics. And I feel like yeah. that's where I am with this. Like the, mm-hmm. the music is so catchy mm-hmm. um, and that's really cool. Um, but again, the lyrics, I, I, I really don't know where I sit on them. Some of them are interesting. Yeah, some of them are definitely questionable. I realized after we like like when I was re-listening to our episode about medicine, I realized mm-hmm. that like, and then also I'm I'm doing a I'm I'm doing a performance, a dance performance at my studio, and I'm so like, cool. I'm so freaking nervous. Like I'm like already planning the illness I'm gonna have so that I can back <laughs> out. <laughs> on the no. day comes. but I'm doing I'm cho- I'm like doing a choreography for to a song oh and, that's like, so cool it is cool but I realized I'm so I'm so much more in tune with music than I am with words mm-hmm. because I like did this whole choreography and I was really focused on like getting like the movements right with the beat and like the musicality and then when I like showed my teacher like the 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 dance she like was talking about the lyrics and she's like talking about like what they mean and how I could like embody that and I was like I didn't even think about that like I didn't even think about like dancing to the words like I was just purely dancing to the music Mm -hmm. and then I feel like I did like had a similar experience with medicine like I thought so much more about like the music Mm. than I did like the lyrics I mean Mm. obviously we talked about the lyrics and then I thought about them but that is kind of something I do so like with a song like familiar it's really easy for me to like just connect with the music and then not really focus on the lyrics yeah um so Maybe that's, that's why you have really poor taste in some of One Direction's worst songs. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take that. <laughs> no offense or anything. <laughs> no guys, don't worry. It was who was it? Lo Steph, you and Martha all dragging me for my opinions on Yeah, that's right. Steal My Girl and Illusion. <laughs> and... Well, definitely Illusion. I don't know I don't know that they're on my side with Steal My Girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I might be alone on that one. Yeah. Anywho, but yeah, I feel like with the... <laughs> I feel like with the lyrics to this song, um, to me, they're kind of 
like throwaway lyrics a bit mm-hmm. like it seems like they sort of wrote them to rhyme yeah and wrote them to like to like be descriptive of like a very specific event mm-hmm. and they just wanted them to be like fun and like fit the song yeah, I'm so, like, especially that first one, it's simple, you dip low, your hips roll, you do the calypso. Yeah. Like, right. what the hell is all that? An intro is all that I need. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that seems like you just wrote it, like, to, to rhyme. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think in that case, like, it makes me less upset. Like, if, there, if like, a song's written like that and the, the lyrics aren't, like, awesome, like, I feel less upset about it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Then when I feel like a song is written with like lyrical like intention, and mm-hmm. then I find the lyrics problematic, then I like it, it's like harder for me to get past. But yeah. So then, of... how about how about like with Harry's songs? Is that would you say that's harder to deal with than Liam's? Absolutely, because up? yeah, and maybe it's because like I am more of a fan of Harry, so I hold him to a higher standard. Yeah. But I think it's also because it's clear that Harry is writing with intention like it's clear mm-hmm. that he's like r- writing all these lyrics like with an intention for the words themselves yeah and so there's more meaning behind it whereas mm-hmm. a song like this is clearly written to be like a, a song to dance to yeah and so i think the words matter less not that they don't matter but like yeah with songs like harry's it's like he clearly like wrote those lyrics like intentionally mm-hmm. and like wanted them to wanted them each word to be very specific to like convey you know yeah and if you think like oh harry is more aware of certain things and i feel like he's more like he's he's less naive i would say maybe liam's more more like he doesn't even like it doesn't really comprehend his mind that he might be writing like things that are you know not exactly portrayal of women but i feel like harry's very conscious of that type of stuff so when he yeah i don't think he's purposely doing it but i think it's it's sort of, it can be a letdown when you see someone's not quite where you wish they were, you know? Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I think we've seen that from Liam with, like, a lot of, like, random comments he's made or stuff mm-hmm. in interviews where he says stuff and it's clear that he just doesn't really, like, understand fully, like, yeah, feminism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which, which makes him... Which doesn't make Harry worse than Liam. It makes Harry right. better than Liam in that in that sense. But I guess, like, you're more disappointed if someone, like, you think sh- knows better does something right. than someone that you know just, like, has no understanding. Yeah, their, and, yeah. You know. and not that that lets Liam off the hook or anything. No, definitely not. It, it, it is a different intention when someone's saying something yeah. that might be stupid because they don't realize that it's stupid yeah. versus someone saying something that's stupid because they're, like trying to be edgy yes it brings me back to that clip i keep seeing pop up did we we may have even mentioned it i feel like i've talked about it so much but it may have just all been in my head um where like louis and liam are in the van and liam's going like oh i thought japan was one of those countries that's just hot all the time i thought it was like really near (laughs) australia and louis going oh my god liam oh my god like it's like it's like so out of like liam's realm of understanding for some things which again as you said doesn't let him off the hook but you're just like okay right (laughs) well also in liam's defense i don't know anything about geography 
Oh yeah, no, me either. But I just I love that clip because Louis yeah, just like dying. <laughs> I know. It's just so funny. It's funny. Um, yeah, I I totally understand like what you're saying. And like musically, this is such a fun song. Like I really oh, love it. So and like good. I was doing my laundry the other day, and like that is a big step for me because I never do my laundry here in England. Like I've got enough really? underwear to last me like solid two months. So. Oh my god. <laughs> underwear do you have okay maybe not quite two months but I have a lot like I brought like over all my like even the underwear I don't like so like uh-huh. it can last oh, me a long yeah. time and like yeah. with jeans and stuff I don't really feel that much of a need to wash them um, <laughs> maybe that's bad but there's no laundry <laughs> machine in my place and I have to go take it out of my like apartment and like walk a while and it's just a that's big hassle plus it's so freaking expensive yeah. So I just don't do it much. But when I was doing it, I was listening to this song and just bopping around yeah. at the laundromat, listening yeah. to this on repeat. And it was really good. And I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, it's such a good beat. Like, the it has this, like, I don't know how you would describe it, but it's almost like a rolling or, like, a swinging, mm, like, beat. Mm-hmm. It's just so good. It's, like, like, it comes on. I just can't not dance. Yeah. I feel like maybe J Balvin, like, Balvin had more influence and stuff on it. I like that, like, Liam's yeah. collabing and he can, like, get other people's artistry and they can, like, bring something to his music. Um, yeah. twist on it. I think he definitely had an influence on the sound because, um, like, I, 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 I'm not familiar with him with most of his stuff, but I did listen to, like, a couple of his songs briefly just because I was curious. Mm-hmm. Um, and they definitely had, like, a similar feeling. That's cool. Musically to this one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm glad he's, like, being influenced by that and it makes it sound cool. Yeah, it's also really cool that he did a song that has, um, like, half Spanish. Mm, and yeah. that, like, because J Balvin does songs in English. He's not only a Spanish mm-hmm. singer, but I love that they kept it all in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, and I like I like that it's Jay Balvin speaking in Spanish and not like you know how Justin Bieber spoke in Spanish. In yes, I find yeah. that like I find that's like weird to me when like it is white weird, artists yeah. uh, like are trying to get on the sort of boat of like a lot of Hispanic music's quite popular these days. Yeah, and well, just, especially like, when it's yeah. Someone like Justin Bieber. Oh, especially when it's someone like Justin Bieber who's like super disrespectful and like does not know Spanish and has no interest in learning Spanish. He's just using it for popularity and money. Exactly. So to have like a collaboration where you have like an actual Spanish speaking artist come on and make a song better is really cool. Yeah. And Liam's been so cute about it. He was like, he was like, they did this, um, they did this little video where they were like FaceTiming each other, and Liam was mm-hmm. like, "You're gonna have to teach all my fr- all my fans Spanish." Oh, that's cute. Yeah, um, Liam is like super fan involved, which I love. Like, I I don't follow him super closely, but like mm-hmm. when this song came out, I was like, felt like looking up his looking at his like Twitter and and mm-hmm. social media stuff, and like he's just so fan involved. Like, I think more than any of the other boys. Like, he posts. Mm-hmm. He, like, reposts stuff and, like, replies to people and, like, I don't know. He just seems like he's been very, like, genuine, genuinely connecting with his fans, which I think is really cute. Yeah, that is really nice. I think that's, like, a good thing about Liam because he doesn't seem to have that, like, he, I don't want to say, like, he's more, like, l- like, chillaxed about things, you know? And, like, he yeah. doesn't 
he's not too and like like Harry is very about his like private life and doesn't post that much and that's like uh-huh. great for him but Liam's kind of the opposite and like he's more like loosey-goosey about it in a way yeah like, which is cool because you get to like interact with the fans and like you know he yeah I guess he doesn't care too much like what he says and he's not thinking about it as much and he's just like having fun and like that means like more fan interaction and like all that type of stuff which is good yeah I hope I feel like Louis will do that more too when his stuff comes out because Louis does like interacting Mm -hmm. with the fans which is great definitely yeah yeah um I wanted to mention this thing that one of our listeners Mandy pointed out that Liam hasn't released a song yet that he's not, like, doing a collaboration with. Um, yeah. Strip That Down, Ed Sheeran wrote on it and he sung on it. Uh, Get mm. Low with Zed. Bedroom Floor with Charlie Puth. For mm. You with Rita Ora. And now Familiar with J Balvin. Right. And he hasn't done any, like, just on his own. I'd say the most on his own was Strip That Down because, like, Ed Sheeran, like, wrote on it and also did, like, a little bit of the backup vocals, but it was less of, like, like, it wasn't deemed, like, this big collaboration, I guess, but, like, Mm -hmm. still we haven't gotten just a Liam song, which is interesting. That's true. Yeah. Also, do we know that any of the songs he's released are on his album? I imagine probably Strip That Down... Mm-hmm. is and this one seems like it probably will be i doubt for well, you is because that was on the other one and then right. wasn't get low like part of zed maybe yeah i, I think get low was was like a zed <clears throat> featuring mm-hmm. liam but i feel like bedroom floor could have was been. yeah because yeah. it wasn't very obvious that charlie puth was involved in it because he was just like writing and producing was he? I have no idea. Well, he wasn't, he didn't, like, sing on it. Yeah. Okay, so then that means probably Strip That Down, Bedroom Floor, and This Familiar are yeah. on Liam's album, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, I think so. Did you watch the lyric video for Familiar? Um. Yeah, I think I did. Remind I really liked it? it. It's, like, it has, like, the words and, like, as, like, they were neon signs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it. I thought that was really cool. I like that. Yeah, one. I wonder if there's a music video coming out. There is a there is a music video that's like on Spotify. Oh. Do you see that? No. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's really weird. Like you can only watch it. You can you watch it in Spotify. It's like a Spotify oh, specific music video, and it's like shot so that it's like supposed to be watched vertically. Like so, you, mm-hmm. if you hold your phone, like you can watch it on your phone. Yeah. Um, I've seen Taylor Swift's one of that. Oh, does she do one? Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's it's Liam and J Balvin, like, singing, and then clips of, like, dancers. Um, oh. I think it's, like, mainly two girls, and then they're, like, in a club or something, and there's, it's cute. I like it. Why do these things not come up on my Twitter feed? I clearly need to follow <laughs> better Liam update accounts. Like, I never saw any of that. Oh, really? Do you follow Liam? I follow, Liam? like, an update account, but, like, clearly yeah. I'm not getting this. Uh, maybe it's because I follow, like, ten Harry accounts, so, like, yeah. I'm definitely gonna see the content versus, like, following, like, one Liam account and might get, like, lost in the right. fold of things, but... Yeah, well, I don't... Yeah, I don't... I think it wasn't, like, super promoted, but I think mm-hmm. I, I found it because, like, when this song came out, I was super into it, so I was just, yeah. like more on the lookout for Mm -hmm. stuff related to it yeah well that's cool i'll have to watch it Um, yeah and yeah and the lyrics i feel like the lyrics are like 
I don't know. They're not terrible. <laughs> There's only one that I find to be Which disturbing. one do you not like? The one I don't like is um, you look like... Okay, it's very confusing, the lyric, because I don't fully understand what it means. But it says... Uh, where is it? It's the second verse. Um, okay, well, the first one I like, you shake like vibrato, is mm-hmm. very... I think that's creative. That's creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. But then it says a model or some kind of bottle... <laughs> well, pour up because I want to taste. <laughs> so, like, oh, first of all, I don't really understand how you shake like some kind of bottle. Like, what does that mean? Like, <laughs> do bottles? Know. How do bottles shake? Like, what? And I then, have no idea. Pour up because I want to taste is a little gross. Yeah. Um, but that's really the only lyrics I don't like specifically. Mm-hmm. The rest of it is like, meh, whatever. Yeah, I wasn't sure about this whole Calypso one, but... Yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to remember what Calypso is the goddess of. Cal- is she the one that was on the island? Oh. Well, Calypso is a dance. Oh, really? I was thinking of the goddess. Oh. Calypso. She lived on an island. Oh, right. It's like a Greek... Yeah. Yeah. I thought... It... Okay, so do the Calypso That's is meaning funny. a dance. I see. Yeah. Okay. Calypso is like an African, like Caribbean dance. Oh well, I literally have no idea. So <laughs> clearly, I, I need to educate myself. <laughs> I didn't realize that Calypso was was a like a goddess until you said that, and then I remembered. Yeah, that. that's the but only when thing I, heard I thought it, of. I just thought of the dance. It's like so. A, I thought a... I thought they were trying to say the girl like is like Calypso. Like this, oh, like, I don't really know. No, they're saying you're doing the. The dance, the Calypso dance. Oh, okay. Which is, it's like well, an Afro Caribbean. More sense then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I that's fine. <laughs> I think it's also. I think it was. A, I think it's like a type of music, and oh. then. But then I think it became a dance or something. I don't know all the history of it, but. Well, I yeah. clearly don't. So well, that that makes things better for me. Um, yeah. When what else you do, do the I? Calypso. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was like you know, like you do the Aphrodite. Like I was right. like, okay, Aphrodite is more than just like her looks or like her whatever. Like, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um. All right. So then, yeah, I like the yeah the the model. I don't understand that a model. That yeah, makes sense confusing. to me. Um. And then I guess like just sort of <laughs> I guess the whole meaning of the song is I mm-hmm. think it's funny where he's like I want to get inside your brain like I think yeah. that's funny <laughs> I found it I found it to be a little cute clever. yeah I'm trying to figure <laughs> out though it's like with Harry's song the whole tasted thing like clearly mm-hmm. the, the there's the rhyme but what like what is the rhyme that like you're supposed to think is coming and then he's like brain like what it was what is, what is oh the rhyme yeah that you're supposed I don't to think, think I don't think there's a rhyme I think okay. it's just supposed to, like, um, be suggestive. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, you, there's the hesitation, so am I supposed to fill it in? And then you, like, trick me? But I was like, I don't know what, you right. know? Because it talks yeah. about, like, what was the name? So I was like, what else could it be? I want to yeah. get inside your... There's nothing really, like, that I could understand that would rhyme with name. Yeah. I but... don't think there is... I don't think there's, like, a rhyme that we're not okay. hearing. I think it's just supposed to be suggestive and then i did find like spanish translation of the spanish lyrics but it's really hard to to find translation or to translate lyrics because especially when something's written like poetically or like artistically like the translation isn't gonna 
be exact. Yeah. Like, you There's like a whole field of like translating <laughs> language and poetry and stuff. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah. So you can get the general idea of what he's saying from the translations, but like it obviously doesn't sound like, you know. Mm-hmm. He has like one full verse. Um, okay, the last one is the, is the one that I was confused about because the translation was, I fall much better than a $100 bill. And I could not figure out what that meant. And then I read another translation that said it was, I like you much better than a $100 bill. I don't know how to speak Spanish, which which I feel ashamed about because I really should know how to speak Spanish because where I live, there's like a huge Spanish-speaking population. Mm -hmm. And my best friend lives in Mexico, and I've been there three times, and I've like picked up like one word. (laughs) (laughs) I just like, I have not picked it up at all, but I really need to learn Spanish. Um. But I don't, so I have, I can't, like, figure it out, except for, like, asking other people. I'm tr- I mean, calles would be, like, you fall, because it's calles, and it's, like, you fall for me, because it's May. Like, I, I, ah. I took Spanish in high school, so uh, yeah. to me, that says, like, I mean, I don't really know Spanish. I was trying to do them myself, and I could get, like, a bit of them before yeah. looking up the translations. Like, uh-huh. ca- y me calles, it seems to be, like, you fall for me much better than a $100 bill. Like, maybe, like, the person falls for him, like, more than they want money. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's why it's hard to translate, because it's, like, it, like, in Spanish, it might totally make sense. Like, yeah. you just said, like, yeah, like, I would fall, like, you know choose yeah. you over a $100 bill yeah. any day. If I'm, we have Spanish-speaking listeners, I know. So some someone, if you want to write in and let us know, like, your interpretation of what his Yes, is, I would love please to Please let us know. Yeah. Um, because even just, like, being someone who speaks English, like, as you were saying, like, it doesn't translate perfectly and yeah. definitely can't can't understand it completely. I know. I was, I, I was thinking of sending it to some to some of my friends who speak Spanish but I don't know why I felt like I felt like weird about it (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but yeah let us know if you guys have any thoughts on the Spanish speaking parts of them yeah um anyway I do like the sound of the word like the Spanish words in the song they they sound good they do sound cool um so yeah, this was a cool song. I think it'll be good for like a summer bop, you know? He's putting mm-hmm. it out at like the right time. Um, yeah, I just love songs like this that you can like really dance to. Mm-hmm. And like, it's so funny because I like was least excited about Liam's stuff, but mm-hmm. like lately, I really liked Get Low. I loved Bedroom Floor. I love this one. So. I'm kind That's of like so good. You're like I know. Stan. I know. I'm kind of wondering, yeah, what his whole album is gonna be like. Maybe I'll love all of it. Well, that will be really cool. Um, I wish I felt the same way. I mean, not that yeah. I don't, not that I don't like the songs. I think they're really fun and catchy. But I guess I'm like, I think it's hard for me to sink my teeth into them enough where mm-hmm. I I want to listen to it more than once. Yeah. Or, like, listen on a regular basis. Like, with Harry, yeah. I just, like, I felt a lot of meaning. And, like, right. maybe, like, I don't so much. I don't know. But then there's, like, Slow Hands, which I'm not, like, feeling, like, deeply. 
but mm-hmm. I still love that song, and that's a jam. I, don't I really feel know. that song deeply. <laughs> Slow hands? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> I feel like there's some cool lyrics in that song. Yeah, no, it is cool. But I mean, like, they're, like with Harry's, I don't know. Like, I I don't know. I just... No, it totally makes sense because, like, like this song, for example, it's like the lyrics aren't deep. Like, there's yeah. no meaning behind the song. It's just a song to dance to. It's like about yeah. meeting some girl at a club. Like, it's there's yeah. nothing, you know, profound about it. Except they someone... want to get to know their brain as well as their body. So, <laughs> I mean, true. If the whole rest of the song wasn't about her body, I would maybe give them some credit for that. But because it is, yeah. I'm like, mm. <laughs> yeah. No, I saw this. There was like a link that was like translated the spanish the spanish of liam's song and it's actually quite cute and i was like uh-huh. okay like it's not that deep like it right because they were like oh they want to get to know her brain and her body i'm like wow what a level <laughs> like i know well that's also like the hundred dollar bill line like like yeah like that's not a big compliment like yeah like a hundred dollars better than a hundred dollars money like oh great yeah <laughs> But, like, I'm just someone who I really love to dance and I really love this kind of dance, like, this kind of music, like, this mm-hmm. kind of, like, Latin, like, pop. It's just, I love, like, that kind of dancing music. So mm-hmm. that's that's the only reason why I like the song. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the lyrics. Um, yeah. But they're also not, like, offensive enough to make, to, like, make the song not yeah. enjoyable for me yeah, personally. Yeah, no, that's true. And, like, if we were to have a 1D dance party, like... I'm gonna mm-hmm. jam to this a whole lot, you know, like yeah, probably more than like from the dining table. <laughs> right, like, <laughs> it's not gonna be a big happy dance circle for from the dining table. Mm. No, <laughs> so good stuff. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. What else was I gonna say? Did I say that? Did I say the whole ballad thing? Sam wanted his face. No, we ballad? didn't. Just oh yeah. So Sam time. Glorious on Twitter. Um, said that she wants his first first Liam song to be a ballad because we haven't gotten a ballad and we haven't had like the f- pure like just Liam song although mm-hmm. to be honest most songs are like collabs with songwriters but like in terms of like other big artists they're you know the all the other ones had big artists on them or like right. collabs like singing musically um, but like for a first Liam song, a ballad would be really cool, and I'm definitely mm-hmm. for that. I want I want a Liam ballad. I need some of that to see what his like because this genre is all very the same. You know, we haven't gotten that yeah. much different from him. Yeah, we kind of forget, or I kind of forget how what a good like classic voice he has too. Yeah, he's got a really good strong voice. So mm-hmm. hopefully we'll get some variety. Um, and I feel like he's doing that thing, sort of like what Camila Cabello did. Uh, where she did a whole bunch of collabs before dropping her album, and her album was a huge hit. I mean, obviously, right. she came from, like, a really big girl band, but also the ones that she had done, like, with other artists before dropping her album definitely got her name out there and, like, promoted her so that when she was dropping her own stuff, more people were, like, aware of her and excited for her music. So I feel like Liam's following, like, a similar tactic. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so... We will see, but um, hopefully we'll get some variety mm-hmm. on his album. Um, all right, moving on to Zane. So Zane released the song "Let Me," um, and like last time we talked, we were kind of like yes, talking was, about what were you gonna say? I was so worried about Zane last time we talked. 
because yeah. he hadn't released anything and he like d- was doing the weird instagram stuff and I was yeah like, right, like. <laughs> but like as soon when I, before i was even editing that episode like this song or like it was released that he was like dropping music or whatever so i had mm-hmm. to like when i was editing that i was like oh gotta cut out a lot of this <laughs> like, <laughs> you were just like oh, incorrect yeah. about so much stuff we um, were but like i left a lot of it in but, yeah. like we were talking about his zoems and whether or not he'd be releasing new music and like he mm-hmm. has he's released a song yeah. And the music video. Um, exciting. So he yeah, he released a song Let Me, which is his first single, I think, off his is off off his upcoming sophomore album. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of the song? I also love this song so much. Why? <laughs> well not not I... why because I hate it. Just like <laughs> expand on your feelings. <laughs> so I really like it musically. Um mm-hmm. I think the sound of it is a little bit different, um, mm. which I, I enjoy. Like, it doesn't sound like anything else that's out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it almost has, like, a bit of, like, a Bee Gees, like, vibe for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of, like, it kind of has that disco sound, I think, because it's got, like... I was thinking, like, not not that I know anything about his mu- music, but it reminded mm-hmm. me of, like, Marvin Gaye. Like, yes. like, old, like, sort of classy, like... Yeah, like Love the songs. R&B. Yeah. Like romantic R&B stuff. Yeah, yeah. a little disco-y, a little Bee Gees. Yeah, totally has that vibe. It's, like, super romantic. And, like, it has those um, those sounds that are, like, they. I don't know. I always just, like, wanted to say it's, like, crystal, like, <laughs> crystal-y. But it's, like, that sort of, like, synthesizer that's, like, very, mm. like, like, in the, he released, like, this little clip, uh, little, little preview of this, of the beginning of the song where it's, like, just it's like 10 five seconds maybe of it and it's like that sound that's just mm. i don't know how to describe it but crystally are you sounding like me when i describe sounds? i know <laughs> <laughs> any 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 like pretense of of people thinking i have musical knowledges <laughs> I'm, I'm being exposed now <laughs> yeah <laughs> exposing myself by saying yep. crystal crystally um but yeah it's got it's got a very like soft romantic vibe mm-hmm. for sure yeah i feel like it's it's definitely different than his last album but like similar yeah. vein you know like it, it's not it's not too different where i'm like what the hell is this you know yeah um so like i'm i really like it i think it's really good it's like very yeah. romantic um, yeah which is interesting and like his last album had a lot of like romantic stuff on it but it definitely seemed like he was writing about like romance that was also turbulent and this yeah. song seems very like this is like a little song about monogamy. Yeah. <laughs> so like I'm gonna be interested to see how his album reflects that, you know? Like mm-hmm. will this album be very much a like I'm totally in love album? Um Right. Like, will that be it? Because that's just an interesting difference from his last album. And I think that could inspire music to be different as well, you know? Yeah. Well, I also read him saying, which was very interesting to me, that, like, this album is more him than his last one. Like, he was talking about, yeah, like, when he wrote his first album, like, he didn't really know what he was doing. Like, he was just off of 1D. And he also worked with Malay as a producer. and, And he's not working with him again this time. But he mm-hmm. said that, like, this album is more, like, he, like, he said he's, like, 
he's grown a lot in his confidence and he like knows who he is more and like this mm-hmm. album is more like directly from him mm-hmm. um which I think the other one was too but I yeah. guess he just means that like it was it, maybe he, when he was releasing it it was kind of a confusing like time in his life where he didn't feel yeah. like solid and now this one he's like maybe maybe more knows who he is as a person like on yeah. his own and I feel like when you're still sort of at those beginning stages of writing your album like you Mm -hmm. still don't know everything even though they went through like five years of one direction doing your own album is very different and you probably need guidance because you know you're not going to know everything and you want to right get advice from people who know better and yeah totally thing and it's probably every album you do you're going to feel like you're doing more and you're more in control and like it's like artists who you know you see their first albums and maybe they've written on a couple till like all the way down the line where they're producing tracks, you know, mm-hmm. along with like things. Right. So, yeah. So you like this song? Yeah, I did like the song. Um, I think I liked like Pillow Talk was more, I like grasped onto that more mm. easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought this was really pretty. I love the falsetto. I feel like it showed off yeah. the voice very much, like a lot. I feel, still thought this was catchy. Um, and it makes yeah, me he's... like excited about his upcoming album for sure. Yeah, that's cool. He sings like almost the whole song in like the super high voice. Yeah, it makes um... me want to see it live, Zane. Gotta I know. do some live shows. Well, so this is what I'm confused about because he says he's he's rehearsing. For tour now Ooh. and I don't but I don't know how can you if you're rehearsing for tour like that means you're going on tour like very soon like yeah like like how are you rehearsing for a tour that you haven't even announced yet like is that how it works I like, have you, no idea it seems like that's a little advanced because it's like you have to like book the venues and like announce your tour and like give people time to buy tickets and like then maybe you'd start rehearsing yeah maybe he's doing like just really small venues so he's not too worried about like that Ooh, maybe either way it's it's very exciting because it seems like he's definitely gonna tour because he's like talked about it publicly that he's like rehearsing for tour yeah so you listened to the the ryan seacrest yeah yeah uh, he did an interview yeah he did an interview on ryan seacrest which was like very informative um and then i think he did another one somewhere else but i can't remember it um Do you want me to read this quote? Yeah, go for it. So he said on Ryan Seacrest about the song Let Me. Um, He said he wrote it about seven or eight months ago. I was in love, and I think that's pretty evident, and I was aspiring to be in love with someone for the rest of my life and the rest of theirs as we all do. Things change, and we move forward in life, and times change, but that's what I was thinking about when I wrote it. That's the whole point of life. We go through experiences, so we have memories and stories and things to write down and contemplate and think about. I just love that, like, like, um, it's just so sweet because he clearly, like, wrote this song, like, when he was, like, in a relationship and when he was in love and, like, that's, like, maybe not the current case, mm-hmm. but, like, how he phrased that, like, we go through experiences so we have memories and stories and things to write down and contemplate and think about, like, I just love how he's, like, not bitter at all and, like, he's, like... Yeah you know seems this very thing. healthy it seems really healthy and he talks about like I was as- aspiring to be in love with someone for the rest of my life and then things change and like that's how that's how life is like that's the whole point mm-hmm. of life like it's just so nice because he 
is saying like you know like at the time I wrote this like I was you know planning to be with this person forever mm-hmm. but like and that's and he's saying like that's still like like even if he's not with the person anymore like it doesn't mean that the song isn't real anymore like it's still totally yeah. true and real because when he wrote it that's how he was feeling yeah so really I really pretty. like that yeah it feels like he's very in touch with himself and I feel like yeah. he got that like last album too he was very mm-hmm. in touch with his emotions yeah it also makes me sad because like you're listening when you listen to this like romantic song and then thinking about like it's something he wrote like a while ago that maybe isn't true anymore as as a as a hint of a hint of sadness yeah definitely yeah because he's been he's been open about his relationships i know i wasn't like saying (laughs) her name because i know you don't like to talk about things well i mean the thing is i don't talk about it if they don't talk about it but like if they're open about it about it yeah zane's talked about his relationship with Gigi a lot yeah i i really like Gigi hadid 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 Mm -hmm. i never know how to say her name um but i i really like her not that i know her but like i follow her and i think she's a really cool person and yeah i I especially love the sisterly bond between bella and Gigi. like Mm. i relate to that so much whenever i see them like like bella left like the nicest message for Gigi's birthday on her instagram and i was just like this sounds exactly like what my sister would write to me and it just like really feel things so yeah i think she's a really cool person yeah Um, i don't really know much about her but they did seem really cute together mm -hmm. and they were together for so long yeah they really were and their breakup like he posted that they both posted that like really like cool message yeah online and being like like, we still like really support each other mm -hmm. and whatever so yeah that was very like mature and (laughs) yeah it'll be interesting like this album is probably going to be a lot about their relationship yeah Um, and it seems like it was really good and lovey and happy Mm -hmm. and whatever so i think that's the kind of album we're going to get most likely yeah, I think so too. Yeah, and Zane said in one of his interviews that he envisioned people um, da- dancing to this song at their weddings. Oh, which I can totally see. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think like looking through the lyrics. I mean, like it starts off. It's just so pretty. Like, sweet mm-hmm. baby, our sex has meaning. Right away, I feel like that songwriting style reminds me of Zane. Like, mm-hmm. where he talks about, like, sex very openly in, like, this positive, cool way. Yeah, um, I love that line. But this one's, like, you know, he's, like, comparing their sex to, like, maybe sex he's had before that didn't have so much meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, you know, love isn't just sex. But, like, for him, in his relationships, it seems like it's a part of it. Um, yeah. And he says and after that, no, this time you'll stay till the morning. Mm, yeah. So that also. Yeah. yeah. I, I love the line duvet days duvet days and vanilla ice cream i feel like that that reminded me both of like john mayer but also al city did you ever listen to al city no i don't even know who that is oh my gosh you need to go back it was like when i was like in ninth grade i was like 13 or 14 and all my friends yeah. and i listened to al city it's like this one guy and he does oh, i'm sure you'd you recognize are you saying Owl City? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did you think I was saying? <laughs> I thought you were saying Owl, like A L, and then oh, no. like S I D D Y or something. <laughs> no. I was like, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> owl, Owl. City. Okay, yes, I know Owl City. Yeah, well, they they have this song, Vanilla Twilight, so, like, oh. I don't know, somehow, I just, and also the sound of this 
just duvet days and vanilla ice cream reminds me they would they would like that would be a line in an owl city song like i feel like this like those random Mm -hmm. yeah very like specific things but also just reminded me of like john mayer bit i don't know why yeah but it's like i really agree yeah it's i I love the sound of it it's just kind of like cheesy and cute (laughs) i don't know it's like very lovey cheesy (laughs) cute (laughs) yeah I wouldn't have been like, oh, this is a Zane line. Like, right. I don't know. Yeah. But. I also really love the way, like, the way Zane sings is just, he puts so much emotion into his voice. Yeah. And I love the way he sings. I think it's the, like, second chorus. At the end, he says, um, I promise, darling, that I'll be faithful. And, yeah. like, the way he sings faithful is, like, so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just something about the way his voice sounds, sounds when he says that word. It just sounds, like, so genuine and, like heartfelt and mm-hmm. and if we look like comparing it to some of Zane's old songs in those songs the person ne- wasn't necessarily faithful yeah so it's like interesting to see then he's singing about being faithful here mm-hmm. um, like also like with that whole how he like expresses his like with his voice this like when he says together exclusively like he like mm-hmm. the breakdown of some of the words is really interesting yeah he's such an artist like yeah he just has that natural like talent of words and music Mm -hmm. yeah he makes every like every thing every word count vocally as well and i feel like Mm -hmm. harry does this a bit too Mm -hmm. niall i i feel like that's again there's not so much diversity except like Mm -hmm. during the live shows he does right but during the recording there isn't so much diversity in how he pronounces like the words yeah um but you get get to see that diversity on zane's songs yeah, definitely. The only critique I have of the song, and it's just a personal preference, is, like, I wanted more from the chorus. Because mm. um, the chorus is just, it's kind of, it's a little subdued. It's mm-hmm. just for the rest of my life, for the rest of yours. Yeah. And it's then for the rest of my life, for the rest of yours, for the rest of ours. Like, it's cute, but I, I kind of wanted more from it. Like, I wanted there to be some chord changes or some, mm-hmm. like, different, I was, like, expecting a little bit more and I and, like, yeah, that's the only critique. He could I have, have done but... like a really high like falsetto moment on one of these. On like yeah, although the end, there could have been like something. But know. he does, yeah. Oh, like a little run or something. Yeah, because he does do the bridge like completely falsetto. Mm-hmm. Um, when he says "Give me your body and let me love you like I do," like that whole yeah. bridge is like him singing in this like crazy high voice. Yeah, no, but, it's really pretty. I'm so happy he puts a lot of the falsetto in. Yeah. I was thinking more of, like, you know, like, the best song ever note, or, like... Yeah, 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 Like, yeah. something, like, he goes, like, way up high and, like, carries the note over, like, right. him singing some of the chorus. Yeah, that would have been cool. I wonder um, if we ever will get to see it live, if he'll, like, add stuff like that in. Oh, the yeah, version. I feel like he definitely will. Because even with One Direction, he would add stuff like that. Right and now it's, like, his own music where he can take it however he wants. Yeah. I know. It's so funny because I feel like since last time, like, when he released his album and then he, like, was going to tour, but then he, like, didn't, mm-hmm. I'm just, like, my expectations for him doing anything live are so low that, like, I almost don't really believe that he's actually going to ever do any of the mm-hmm. songs live, <laughs> even though he's saying he will. Yeah. I, I know, like, we don't ever talk about a Zane tour that much because, like, it's, like, I don't know what to expect and, like, I don't want to, like, you know, put too much into it. But right. I really hope he does tour and that it's, like, 
and he feels comfortable and it's really good and exciting you know like i don't yeah. even think that he could tour this summer like i'd love to go to a zane show plus oh, we'll get to, to hear the songs from last album live too he'll have like mm. a lot of songs to choose from you know that's true yeah because <clears throat> he has two albums like the other boys are touring on just one album so there's a lot of like covers and like right you know things but zane will most likely i can't imagine zane brings a 1d song into his, his tour oh my god <laughs> what okay if he did what one would it be uh, i don't know yeah i don't either like, i need to like look at discography uh it has to be one where he like does something really cool bring yeah. back summer love like go all the way Ooh, back Zane. i think he would definitely pick like a one of the original old school old songs but like his voice was the one that was least on one direction like by his own from what he said like really he had i didn't the... even no i mean not not his actual voice i mean his contribution like oh oh yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know he's talked about how like he yeah they like the other boys kind of had to like struggle to to, yeah. to make him feel like included in the process by like mm-hmm. letting him do the stuff on the stage mm-hmm. on the live show maybe like kiss you kiss you would yeah be a fun one Try yeah me. i don't know if that's his style though you and i that he could oh yeah that's that. true yeah yeah. Um, yeah i don't know i'm just kind of looking through oh but yeah perhaps but i feel like he has so many songs to choose from especially because his mm-hmm. first album was really big so there's a yeah, lot yeah there was songs like 17 on yeah on the like including album. the bonus ones i think it was 17 yeah it's so crazy. he has a lot to choose from um, yeah but yeah i like this song a lot and i'm excited to see like what we get from him mm-hmm. um and i'm glad this it feels like zane but like zane like zane's second album you know like yeah um, yeah. If, like, Zane had gone and done something, like, familiar, I would have been like, okay, this doesn't feel like Zane, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I like what he's doing with this. Do you like this song or familiar more? Uh, I don't know. I mean, familiar is more of, like, a dancey fun song, but I think this song is, like, artistically, like, better written and, mm-hmm. like, I like Zane's falsetto a lot. There's yeah. neither song am I like, oh, wow, like that. I'm like grasping onto that. I also feel like yeah. I like because I haven't grasped onto either. I have to like listen to them each more before I can be like, oh, wow, this is definitely like my favorite out of the two, you know? Yeah, definitely. Do you have a favorite? Um, I don't think I do. I think like I like both of them sort of equally right now. I think longevity wise, I'll probably like let me more mm-hmm. like if you ask me in a year or something because yeah familiar is one of those songs that i'm probably gonna play on repeat like for like a couple of weeks like crazy mm-hmm. and then i'll like move on yeah. whereas let let me i think i'll like go back to it and listen to it on purpose yeah i, f- like, I feel as, like the same to stand way, on probably. it yeah i think like let me sort of like will stand on its own as like mm-hmm. a good song whereas familiar I, I just like to dance if i ever want like a song to dance to i'll play that one but yeah I feel you on that. Um, all right, anything else about the two songs before we wrap up this episode? I don't think so. Did you want to touch on the music video, or are we running 
Um, I, oh yeah, the music video. I was like, I thought my question was just about a music video that hadn't come out, but that was just for Liam's. Yeah, so the music video that came out for this as well, I thought it was interesting. There are parts that I yeah. didn't like about it, and then parts yeah. that I did. Um, like, I liked the whole, I liked the storyline where it was like, I like that Zane's doing these sort of, like, action storylines. Like, it reminded me of mm -hmm. Dusk Till Dawn. Um, mm -hmm. But I didn't like how the girl was sort of seen as this, like, sex object until the yeah. very end where she was, like, obviously, like, a badass, like, awesome, cool person. But, like, right. for most of it, she was just sort of not treated that way. So I didn't, I didn't like that aspect of it. But Yeah, I agree with you. I saw, like, a clip. I saw a clip of it first before I saw the whole thing. And I saw the clip where the girl, like, throws the guy over her shoulder. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be awesome. Like, I love that part. And yeah. then I watched the whole one. And there was just – it was very, um, like my friend said, very, like, male gaze-y. Yeah. And, like, it was kind of, like, a little creepy. Like, especially, like, when there, there's, like, this dialogue in the beginning. And the, like, yeah. mafia boss is, like – um, oh, you like what you see, referring to the girl, and Zane was like, what's not to like? Like, that was so gross. <laughs> yeah, it was so gross. And it was like, and then, like, at one point, it was like, the boss was, like, trading her for, like, an, yes! like, an, like a briefcase. I was like, what is I know. happening? I like, didn't this understand. Is so weird. Yeah, I did not understand the plot. It did seem like the girl was being, like, sold. Like, it was very confusing and, like, very, very suspicious yeah i think like the i think zane was supposed to already have a relationship with her so they were like in on it together yeah so but... like but but i but i don't like how like the boss was treating her i just don't think that's yeah. a need to portray it that way you know like, yeah this is not think... like an old time movie where you're supposed to be like representing a certain time and culture this is a modern day music video where right. you know lots of people are watching and you're still having this really sexist gross stuff being portrayed even if it's not like what zane's thinking you're still portraying it so why not just not portray it yeah i totally agree and i think like you're right that it was supposed to be that like the girl was in on it but like yeah. they should they could have made that more clear and like yeah. given her a little bit more like autonomy like yeah i agree yeah like you could still have a the girl in it you could have had the same like sort of love story thing but like had her pretend like she was a bad guy as well and then right. like, somehow she's not a bad guy she didn't have to be like this object like yeah it kind know? of yeah it almost feels like Zane like fulfilling some kind of fantasy of like this like those you know the kinds of movies yeah like like similar to Harry and like only Angel and like Harry talking about how he like reads what's his face stupid male poet guy <laughs> Bukowski yeah Bukowski. is that it yeah 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 okay okay, okay. <laughs> yeah like it, it kind of has a similar feeling to that of like yeah he what he was just like yeah I wanted to like have he has some like fantasy idea that he like yeah. wanted that's to... why like dust till dawn was cool because like Sia was yeah like, was it was it it wasn't it wasn't Sia but it was like the actress whatever <laughs> Yeah, it was an actress who I swear to God, I thought, I thought, I, I was like almost 100% sure that it was Joanne the Scammer in that video. Wait, I found out that it was. Scammer? Oh my God. Oh, um, it's this, this guy, he has this character called Joanne the Scammer, oh. um, who I'm like obsessed with. He like makes these videos where like Joanne's like wears oh, a oh, wig oh, and a I fur see, coat yeah, and like yeah, yeah. talks about how. I, yeah. I knew, I didn't know him by name, but I knew him by. Yeah. Place. Oh my God, he's so hilarious but that that actress 
with like the wig and everything like looks exactly like <laughs> that's so funny yeah but she was awesome like she had a full role it wasn't like there wasn't any of this like weird sexist right. stuff in that music video yeah and it's just yeah and then the action stuff was a little much like that we like wrote like the music stopped and then we had to have like a whole action yeah. sequence yeah was that was the guy who was the the boss dude in that was he a famous actor like yeah yeah like videos movies yeah so i'm not really familiar with him but i do know that he was in scarface he's like a famous okay yeah um yeah i bet i bet that was some zane thing that he was so excited about so yeah i'm glad zane gotta live his whatever but they could have picked a better (laughs) storyline that's for sure definitely well and he said um that he's gonna release I don't know if all of the songs, but it sounded like the whole album was going to be in this kind of video story form. Like, he's going to continue. Oh, yeah, because it said to be continued, didn't it? Was that- it did, yeah. And then in mm. one of the interviews, I did not I did not find the quote, but in one of the interviews he did, he did say that he was going to release other songs from the album like this. Like, make, like make these little videos. Well, that's cool. And that's why he must have spent forever in Miami. He must have been recording all of them. What if he's doing yeah. like, a Beyonce and dropping just like a music video for every song? I think I think that's what he's doing. I think he's gonna I do hope that. it's not all this same storyline where this like girl is treated like the worst thing. That would be annoying. Yeah. Um, but that's cool that we're gonna get more of these music videos. Like I think that's really cool. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah, I'm curious. Um, all right, so I think that is everything. Let's move mm-hmm. on to recommendations for today. I have a couple of different recommendations. The first is that I've been listening to a lot of awesome music lately. Um, Tracy Chapman's self-titled album, which is amazing, and everyone should go listen to it. And there's just so many, like, I didn't realize that Tracy Chapman was so political in her music. Really? But she is. Like, I... I didn't really know a lot of her music. I only knew, like, some yeah. of the bigger hits. And I guess, like, I haven't really paid attention. Um, but, yeah, oh, my God. So much Well, she's music. been around for a long time. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, she has, like, a couple of songs that are really popular that, like, everyone knows. But I think most of her discography people do not know. Yeah. Like, at least in current times. Yeah, like, I knew, like, maybe, like, three songs from her. Or probably more, but I didn't know, you know. Yeah. Um, but from the first album, I think I maybe knew one song, the Fast Car one. Um, yeah, that's her most popular yeah, song, I Yeah, but, think. like, there's so many – or Give Me One Reason, like, I know that song. Mm, right, right, right. Um, but, like, I, oh, my God, her music is so freaking good. It um, is. So go listen to that. I think I've recommended Carol King, or I've talked about it somewhere because I was listening mm-hmm. to that, like, a couple weeks back. Um, Carol King's first album, Tapestry, is amazing. Um, and now I'm listening to her second album, which is called Music. I've also listened to her Greatest Hits album. Um, so I'm getting, like, lots of different songs from her, and she's so, so good. Um, also, I've been listening to Rihanna's Auntie and Beyonce's, Beyonce's Lemonade, which I've oh, yeah? listened to both of them, but I've been, like, re-listening and re-loving. Oh. Um, so that's been good. And then most recently, who was I listening to? I didn't put it on here. I think I wrote this maybe before. Um, Nina Simone. Oh, my God. Oh. Nina Simone is so freaking good. Yes. Um, oh, my God, Caitlin. There's this documentary about Nina Simone that you have to watch. It's so 
heartbreaking, like be ready because it will destroy okay. you. But it's incredible. You you gotta watch it. I'll have to watch it. Is it on like just I just look up Nina Simone documentary. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it'll come up. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but I think there's just one. All right. Well I I was listening to her album I Put a Spell on You, which mm-hmm. is so good. Um and then I started listening to the best of Nina Simone as well. Um let me see which songs can I pull up. Um where is it? Um, I mean, her song, I put a spell on you so great. Her cover of Feeling Good, which is the one Michael Bublé, and so many other people have done covers of it too. Um, it yeah. wasn't her song originally, but her cover is so good. Yeah. Um, she has yeah. a song called For Women, which is really amazing. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. And then, like, her song, like, uh, Marriage is for Old Folks is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Give me some. Like, a lot of them are very, like, storyline-based. Like, there's a story, mm-hmm. so as you're listening, it's very entertaining and funny and, mm-hmm. like, also very political in a lot of her songs. Yeah. Um, so I definitely recommend listening to those. And I was actually wondering, for her, if you look up the songwriting credits, mm-hmm. she's she's only credited on a couple songs, maybe, like, mm-hmm. t- ten or less, and she's mm-hmm. sung, like, you know, she's got dozens of albums. So I'm just kind of wondering, like, why she's not either credited on songs or why she didn't write more of her songs. Because the ones she does write are extremely good. So I'm just kind of wondering about that. I don't know if anyone knows, but. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, but yeah, she's really, really good. So go check out all that. Oh, and then also, this is, my my recommendations are really long to be honest. I also wanted to. Yeah, I also wanted to recommend um, Redbubble, and this is, like, one of those sort of, like, sites where people make things, like Etsy or um, District Lines type things, mm-hmm. where they, like, make fan-made stuff, and you guys should go check out Haza X Dimples, that's, like, H-A-Z-Z-A-S-X Dimples, um, their shop, or her Twitter is at T-X-L-L-P-X-T-S. Um, because she's made so much cool stuff I know I've like tweeted it on Twitter she's like definitely an artist and has like paintings and stuff that she does as well which are incredible some of her watercolor like hairy suits are just stunning Um, oh yeah is she going to do that like glitter yeah her name's Katarina it's the one that we we kept calling her Kata last time but I've learned that it's Katarina (laughs) since then Um, and she her art is just so cool and she has a red bubble and has so many really really pretty hairy like stickers and um louie merch and phone cases and they're just all really cool so go check that out and i think that's all of mine today lucio what is your recommendation well i only i have a measly one recommendation (laughs) (laughs) um but it's to watch the visual of janelle monae's dirty computer which is freaking fantastic have you seen it no i haven't okay so she released an album and then she released like this kind of movie with the album and it's like it's not it's um it's like a story mixed in with a song and it's Mm -hmm. just so good and she has this love story with this girl, with this, like, woman throughout the video. And, like, she has other characters, too. And it's, like, very futuristic. Um, it's incredible. Like, I was blown away. I cried so much, too. Because wow. the, like, story is really sweet and sad. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and like, it's just so ni- it's always so nice to see like, like women, like romances, romances between mm-hmm. like women on screen because it's just such a rare thing. Yeah. And I feel like we're getting more and more of that, like, um, in the current day, which is awesome. But like, a lot of it <clears throat> can be more sexual. And I think, mm. like, while that's still important, like when I see like that kind of like real like romance between women on screen like it always just hits me so hard because it's like so rare Mm -hmm. um and like this video has that and it just like it's so so good and her album is also incredible but the the visual in particular is like I'm gonna have to watch that I've seen like yeah clips of stuff and I've been meaning to listen to her album but I haven't gotten the chance to but now I definitely have to yeah it's like watch this incredible yeah that's coolio so any general feedback and suggestions we'd love to hear from you um what did we talk about we talked about liam's song and zane's song and nile and mental health and the orchestra and all that good stuff so let us know what you thought um you can uh what was i gonna say no that's not how it goes when i don't when i <laughs> like when i start going off book i like uh-huh. you know i really need to follow the doc you guys i can't do this on my own even after 132 episodes um anywho thank you for listening to episode 132 of talk direction you can go follow us on twitter at talk underscore direction email us at talkdirection at gmail.com Go to our Tumblr, which is talkdirection.tumblr.com, or our Instagram, which is talkdirection. And I am Caitlin I.R. Foster, and that's C-A-I-T-L-I-N on Twitter and Instagram. And Lucia, where can they find you? So I recently changed my Twitter handle to match my Instagram one because it was too long before. You can now (laughs) find me at Twitter and Instagram at Lucia, O-L-U-C-C-I-A-O-H. That means the things I've tagged you in are going to be wrong on Instagram now. <laughs> but there, but it's really weird because when you go on my phone, it goes to my new page. Oh. But I also saved my old name, and so if you, like, click on it, it'll go to my account and say, this is my oh, new okay. name. So. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so go follow Lucia, and then you can check us out on Patreon. We're going to be talking um, about all that stuff on Talk Direction Download that I said earlier, the one-year anniversary of Harry's album and him changing up his style potentially and a tour um, documentary coming out and Niall, but we didn't watch the live stream yet. So (laughs) (laughs) we won't really be talking that much about Niall, to be honest. fake Niall fans. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Hey, I was at a thing last night. I was at the Harry Potter, Albert Hall thing. So I really couldn't watch. But anywho, thank you guys. Nope, again. Rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and on SoundCloud. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Lucia. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time for episode 133. Bye!